0: It's a wee Natter, I'm Mark Steele, and across the table from me is Jenny Steele. And we are joining you on the week where I accidentally got Spotify stuck in TV themes mode. Ooh. I didn't even know it was a thing, but generally just you know how Spotify starts to suggest music for you? Mm-hmm. It the first one it came up with was from a very old TV show. And the song is old as well because of that. Hi-ho Silver. <laughs> What TV show do you think that was from? Boone.
1: It was filmed in Birmingham and then it was filmed in Nottingham with the lovely Neil Morrissey.
0: That's the important information yeah. I need to know about Boone, is it? Yeah. I will bear that in mind. <laughs> all I'm saying is Central Telly had a lot of airtime to fill at the time. That's, that's all. I, I'm, I'm not saying you couldn't enjoy Boone. I'm just saying there was a lot of airtime to fill at that, <laughs> at that time. I mean, that was similar sort of era to Bullseye, wasn't it?
1: I think it was, yeah. Which is
0: another central telly. Yeah,
1: film, wasn't it? it was yeah. over there. Was that from Nottingham as well?
0: It was one of the daftest things you've ever come up with, right? It's like, it's, it's literally an idea somebody came up with in the pub going, we've got airtime to fill, what do we do? And they just hear this, funk, funk, darts on the telly, turn yeah. it into a game show. And we'll ask random quiz questions about things that nobody knows the answer to. <laughs>
1: Who was the presenter? Do you remember?
0: Oh, God, I can, I can picture my him.
1: Head. Jim Bowen. I can picture. I can picture Jim Bowen. only anyone that could see Bully when he flicked across the screen when they did the spellings. Oh, I
0: didn't know that. <laughs> I haven't seen many episodes, but I did see one episode of Bullseye, where it was it wasn't a married couple. Mm. It was friend and friend in shell suits. And no, they weren't in shell suits. <laughs> but it was friend and friend. There was the, the the smart one was wearing a shirt, and then there was the uh, obvious. I've been to the pub a lot one in the, the t-shirt looking a bit bigger ready to throw the darts <laughs>
1: yeah
0: you knew the split before they said it that that, that was the thing and when they were going through the, the grand prizes you know it was things like you know tea sets and
1: canteen cutlery
0: yeah and like microwaves were the cutting edge thing at the time so that, yeah. that kind of makes sense. but I remember in this one one of the prizes they had when you had to hit them on the dartboard was a fitted kitchen hmm I I can understand how you split even most other prizes. How do you split a fitted kitchen between two people who don't live with each other? (laughs) They didn't think of that. I don't think they were planning for it when they were covering it. They they just assumed it was going to be a married couple or something. Oh, you win in a speedboat and you live in Birmingham or something. Uh, But you see, Birmingham's got canals. Well, yeah. She could (laughs) see. I would love to see a speedboat going through Edge Bastard (laughs) or something like that, throwing water up everywhere, knocking cyclists into the water. It would be great fun. And uh, talking of TV shows. So they played me the Boom theme tune. And then it popped up with Round the Twist. What's that? It was a kids' TV show from Australia Hmm. years and years and years ago. Uh, got, got a very specific theme tune to it. You'd, you'd, if you've seen the show, you'd recognise the theme tune. Mm. I think Sainsbury's used it for a supermarket advert a couple of years ago as uh, well. Hmm. Yeah, for spooky stuff. All I'm saying about Rent Twist put me off Australian TV for a very long time. Haven't even seen Neighbours since. It's just, it's just too out. There that's finished me. now, anyway.
1: It, really? They don't make that, Neighbours anymore. That's how
0: disconnected from the world I am, dear listener. I didn't know Neighbours had finished. Yeah, I
1: think you can still get Home and Away, but not Neighbours why would it be that way around i have no idea because didn't that... kylie and jason make a final appearance on the final show i
0: didn't even know it was finishing so i can't <laughs> tell you what was on the final
1: of the show Ah, uh, and
0: talking about news the post bags arrived and last time we asked what turn of phrase do you really not get he says flicking the paper around because i'm being very old-fashioned if you're on the internet where you've got video you will see me right now with a big pile of papers which is all your communiques printed <laughs> off they, they will go into recycling don't worry i'm not going to stick them in the back garden and burn them or anything like that they are they will be reused i'll probably print them on the back but you get the idea you get the idea we're, we're not making complete waste but it's just how old-fashioned i am I have, i've had things on paper um which you won't realize if you're not watching so you no. need to get yourself on youtube or spotify <laughs> if you can do that if you want to look at me that's your choice. I can understand if you don't. But SlapUps has been in touch, saying, for me, it's cheap at half the price. I never understood. It was having a crack at what's thought to be very expensive by my calculations. Two times as cheap would make the price reasonable and correct. Weird. <laughs> this feels like one of those moments. I've got to think about
1: that one, SlapUps.
0: <laughs> this feels like, it feels like one of those moments where you have got yourself into an interesting mental state. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not accusing you of doing drugs right I'm just saying, you've got yourself into a mental state where you're thinking in graphic detail about the world and you're, you're just sitting upon it, mm, half cheaper, half the price. That doesn't make any sense. But then, I, I proposed to you, you buy one, you get one free. I said, you buy one, you get one free. That, that, that is messing with your mind, that stuff. Because I ne- the one thing I never got, right, because, the other thing double glazing companies used to do, they didn't just do cheesy television ads, mm. they would ring you up in the middle of the day. So you, your house phone would start ringing, you pick it up, and they tried to sell you double glazing. Who on earth is just pottering around the house going, doo, 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 ring, ring, pick up the phone? Yeah, I want to spend a couple of grand on double glazing. <laughs> I have not thought about it before, but I really want to spend the money. <laughs> Somebody must have done it. If it was you, you need to get, you need to sort it out. You need to stop doing these things. Seriously, you know they're just going to move on to the next scam. You'll keep losing your money. I'll Also, be in touch with Age saying good morning. Ah, I was about to read the wrong bit there. It's going to say good morning to you, but this this could be any time of day. Uh, this product is RSPCA approved. Mm. I can understand the general gist of the phrase advertised on many things, but not quite things like cooked chicken. As I'm sure the chicken we preferred, the RSPCA involved was involved before it got in the oven. <laughs> i see where you're coming from there yeah. Ridge. and it also say have a wonderful day but it has well, also made me real. the chicken <laughs> the chicken might be into it you never know but it has got me it's got me wondering right so you've, you've got these products that now say now gluten-free because you know gluten uh, upsets a lot of people because mm. you know celiac and all that so they you, have got all these products that say now without x y and z at them there is nothing Stopping somebody from selling a breakfast cereal that will go next to all these healthy ones and then you could pop one up there that says now asbestos free. Well you could, yeah. And then it, it, nobody would assume that you put asbestos in the mm. breakfast cereal, would they? No. And we all know asbestos is very bad for you, generally if it gets out, and especially if it's in little flaky bits like breakfast cereal. Yeah. You know, if you imagine your own shreddies or something like that. So you've now got this cereal that's supposed to say, I've not got asbestos in me. She so go, hang on, I, I don't think they need to point that out. She'll so then look at the rest of the breakfast cereals and go, which one of those has got asbestos? I I can't risk consuming asbestos. I can't touch any of the other breakfast cereals. And you will buy the breakfast cereal that I'm marketing.
1: Mine goes on sale on Monday.
0: Yes. So if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't been down the supermarket yet, go down there right now and get your asbestos free cereal that we are now flogging in select supermarkets. So thank you for that one, Age. And thank you for that important. Uh, piece of marketing genius you have given us. Also be in touch, Victoria Porter. saying, the most out of place I felt was meeting my ex-in-laws. Mm, so ex-in-laws. we're going back a couple of weeks here mm. for out, out of place. I forgot about that. Uh, that. That wasn't this week's one. This was two weeks ago. But the important bit, felt out of place visiting the ex-in-laws. I invited to tea and the ex-mother-in-law spent the whole time making spiteful remarks. Ooh. Now, it. Admittedly, my mother-in-law hasn't made any spiteful remarks.
1: No, you haven't got a mother-in-law. Well, you have, but she's not. Well, you know,
0: <laughs> which makes it sound like a really bad t- tagline to the joke, there, doesn't it? No, <laughs> but it's it's always struck me as a bit weird. It's like it's like the, the uh, comedy shows where you're hating your wife. It's like, mm. is that really how your relationship is? And if so, why are you still in that relationship? But anyway, uh, here with Victoria Porter. Uh, the just sat there while the spiteful remarks being made. Of course, you're never, never going to go against their own mother, are they? Uh, I was young at the time and shy. It was extremely unpleasant. It does not sound fun. No. You are right there. Uh, being young, I wanted to impress the in-laws, but I learned over time nothing I said or did was ever good enough for him. So I stopped bothering. It took a while to get there. Big smiley face. And that that is a lesson that we all have to learn at some point. Isn't i
1: say it? some people aren't worthy of your time. Well, they,
0: the thing is when you're young mm. especially in the workplace or you're getting out and building your own social network or whatever because you've moved to a loc- new location you try to impress people don't you because mm. you don't want to appear to be that weird strange freaky person that you actually are you don't want to be presenting that <laughs> image so you're trying you're trying to act awkward you're trying to act a certain way and then after a little while, you realise the people that you're showing off to, whether it's say, colleagues and bosses at work, or whether it's somebody you're trying to befriend in the pub or whatever, so you'll do that, and then you realise these guys are even worse than I am. Why, why am I even bothering? Why's it? Why is it worth the effort? Why did I do that? So yes, it's a lesson we do all learn at some point. I could tell you that lesson, even if you're in that moment, in that moment in your life, where you're still trying to impress everyone. What? Well, don't bother. I could tell you that lesson and it won't sink in until you've experienced it yourself and you twig it yourself and you dig. There's, there's just some things in life like that people tell you a million times do X, Y and Z look after your back brush your teeth yadda 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 and if you don't do it y- you could hear it a million times you just get sick of it and then you learn the hard way when something goes wrong yeah now I'm suggesting you shouldn't brush your teeth there. But it was just <laughs> an example that popped into my mind yeah <sighs> Also being touched, Sam Killip. This is a new one, isn't it? Sam Killip uh, saying the most out of place I felt was that I sort of tagged along with a couple of friends
1: to a pub. Sam's a regular on such sort of the Solid Radio oh. Cat's Facebook page. And we love Sam.
0: Oh, well, we love
1: we love everybody on such page.
0: But... Nice to meet you, Sam. Hmm. Uh, tagged along with friends to a pub, but little did I know they invited loads of other friends along that they knew from outside of class time or outside of school altogether. So I just felt very much alone and didn't enjoy the big group atmosphere. Mm. Just ended up going home alone and feeling quite isolated, really, unfortunately. I bet that was one of those moments where you don't even make it to the end of the night. You're about an hour in going, This is, yeah, I'm calling this. This right? is not me. And the, the, the sad bit is people probably didn't even notice that you left. Mm. I've been there, you've <laughs> been there, it's one of those. And the funny thing is, if I went to my own school reunion, which isn't yesterday, I don't think they've actually organised one. Or if they have organised one, I'm so forgotten they didn't tell me about it. <laughs> Hello, I still exists. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I bet it. I bet most people haven't organised anything because it's such a long time ago, you've moved on with your life. Things. Are, I couldn't even tell you who these people were if I met them face-to-face now. Mm, I could not that. put names to their faces or anything like that because life has moved on so much from school. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. I never got the whole American you know 20-25 years since you graduated school or university or whatever and you come back and have a party. it just feels like it's going to be a load of people showing off yeah and realizing that you weren't as cool as you thought or you
1: were. Well, you'd see all the people that used to bully you or something wouldn't you other people that were used to bullying you. that's what if people were bullied at school you'd see all the bullies wouldn't you but oh. then you might be a strong enough character now to just give them what fall back
0: you got to. F- so what Jenny's there, and many other listener, is if she goes to a school reunion, she will be thumping somebody in the car park. I'm gonna deck everybody. <laughs> At least you're honest about it. At least she's honest about it. Um, finally, Matthew Summers has been touch saying, "Yes, Jenny, I know I of the f- can't see green cheese phrase, but I had no idea it was a Scottish phrase."
1: Oh, and I was just about to say it. I, I thought you would heard of that, Matthew, because you're Scottish as well, but. Is it a Scottish phrase?
0: It is a Scottish ah. phrase. As for the northeast phrases, we're talking northeast of uh, Scotland, mm. not a why pet type area, <laughs> because that's the south, as far as I'm concerned. Because mm-hmm. where I come from? It's south of where I come from. Mm. So we're talking the northeast of Scotland. Uh, I had a friend from that way explained that there are multiple meanings for the word fit, which completely baffled me, but I found quite amazing can't remember all the means are Baby Martin knows having Doric speaking relatives. Mm. Yes. And the, the, the classic one is the phrase,
1: fit, fit, fits, fit, fit. It's a question. <laughs> fit, fit, fits, fit, fit. Is that sort of going blah, 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 blah? Oh, etc., etc.,
0: etc. Oh, there's an American equivalent of it with a buffalo, 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 or whatever is it? it is. You just say buffalo over and over. I can't remember how many times, but it does genuinely mean something. Oh. Uh, fit, fit, fits, fit, fit is which foot? Fit, fit, fits. <laughs> that <not> Morse code. <laughs> so fit, fit, fits is which foot fits? <laughs> fit, fit is what foot? So fit, fit, fits, fit, fit, fit is which foot fits which foot? Like you're putting a pair of shoes on or something like that.
1: Oh my word!
0: I'm not making up. I will admit I did have
1: to get the cheat sheet out. What if you've got a stutter? Then you're in real trouble. Oh, that was open all hours, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, there's a reason open all hours was not made in uh, Peter <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying about right that. Uh, but yes, uh, can't remember reeds. Also, the denial of the existence of her worth is. Outwith. You remember the word outwith? Outwith. Apparently it's not a word. Unless you're from Scotland. Then mm. it is a word. Outwith. Yeah, Microsoft Word does not accept it as a word. Uh, it's an outrage which angers me and gives me all the red lines when I type it. Also, Ray Mears is the real deal and infinitely better than Bear Grylls. I'm not going to argue with that one. I agree with it as well. <laughs> I mean, Bear Grylls does some good stuff with the Scouts and whatnot. You've got points for that in charity work and whatnot. But Ray Mears, when it, when it comes to survival stuff, you, you got the impression Ray Mears actually was there and did the things and stayed overnight.
1: I thought he was a snooker player. I <laughs> thought he was a snooker player. Ray Mears, isn't it? <laughs> Who am I thinking of then? I have no what idea. Is that Here Ray Reardon? I don't know. I gen- I, you're asking me about
0: sports people. I know, Matthew. <laughs> my knowledge of sports people is very minimal. So they're controversial, but I said it. You did indeed say it, Matthew Summers. And on that note, let's have a wee natter. you ever enjoy something when you were younger whether it's TV show computer games or whatever and then you come back to it many years later and you realise it wasn't as good as you f- remember it being nostalgia has covered
1: up a lot of nasties yeah you, you ever had a moment like that maybe Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic the Hedgehog yeah sorry Sonic or Outrun or the game that goes finish him finish him that's Mortal Kombat
0: that's the one Mortal Kombat I was never any good at the fighting. No, I wasn't. You just mash random buttons. Sonic was just too fast for me. I I couldn't keep up with it. It's like nope, can't play it. Never got past maybe world one one or sort of whatever the first one is. Very rare I got to the end of that. Never mind any further. And outrun—that's a racing game, isn't mm. it? it? Used it used to be an arcade game. Yeah, yeah. And here's the here's the depressing bit, dear, dear listener. I bought Jenny a copy of OutRun to play on the little portable Switch we've got. Yeah. How many times do you think she's played Once. it? Once. Oh, twice, I think. But it I, twice. That's entirely... I spent five quid on, you know, Sega Classics or something like that so you could play that. Sega. Five quid was wasted, on that. it? It was outrageous. I mean, for me, it was... Um, my brother's got the Nintendo 64. It's an old console. He's, he's been holding on to it. Uh, been playing 007 GoldenEye. It, it doesn't hold Oof. up it, it was a great yeah. game at the time and we used to run around you know playing slappers or what that that sounds weird saying playing slappers <laughs> it was a genuine thing there was a mode in the game where you'd run around just slapping people that was no, no other weapons just slapping oh. it was a genuine thing and you could put it on a mode where one hit kill as well oh. so it could be deadly slaps so you could run around and they would be dead. Uh, the other, the one thing that definitely wasn't allowed was anyone to play as Odd Job. You familiar with Odd Job? No. He's not a particularly tall. Gentleman wears a little bowler hat and used to flick it in the films. And well, yeah, if you played as him in the computer game, mm. he was smaller than everyone else was. So you keep missing him when you're uh, shooting at him.
1: Uh-huh. So it was, like, it was like
0: cheating, allowing somebody to play his Odd Job. Yeah. So it was almost always banned when I played with, mo- with anyone else. But, uh, yeah, nowadays, TV shows can be a bit like that as well. You you know, you you watch them many, many years ago. You see them crop up on, on one of these classic TV channels and you go, all right, I'll give it a shot. And you go, oh, mm, God, was it really that bad? I mean, imagine watching House nowadays. It's been out a good number of years. You seen House before? No, I haven't seen House. Uh, an American medical show. It, I look back, you know, when I watched it at the time, it was like, all right, this is sort of like Sherlock Holmes type stuff. You know, it's a monster of the week. It was a good bit of fun. But I look at it nowadays and I just go, you should have been fired or arrested in every single episode. <laughs> and it makes you hate Hugh Laurie, which is quite impressive. I'll well, give a point for that. Um, though I, I suppose you watch it the first time through, you start to puzzle out. Because so, you, you generally figure out it's not lupus. You've got to figure out it's going to be X, Y, or Z. You start to go, maybe I could be a medic which probably wouldn't be a good idea for me. I, I, I would make a spectacular screw-up of being a medic. <laughs> I mean, I'm the sort of person that's very clumsy. So imagine me turning up you know, in an ambulance or on the ward or whatever, come to sort you out, come to um, stick a needle in you or whatever. There's going to be a mess. It's <laughs> going to go horribly wrong. <laughs> uh, I read, I read go all IT on it, and you turn up and go, can, can we switch them off and back on again? <laughs> I think they do that with hearts. I think it's a genuine thing if you're having a heart attack. Mm -hmm. You know when they use the defibrillator or the electric Mm. shock stuff? That's stopping your heart. It's not starting your heart. So it's doing a complete reset and then hoping that it starts up again afterwards. I'm sure there's more medical nuance to it than that. I'm sure you... There, with lots of medical knowledge, we're we'll getting in touch. Going well, actually, it may, it doesn't do that. It, uh, but that's how I understand it. Works. Mm. That, that's how. I, so I suppose it's not far from it. You know, for the troubleshooting. Mm, doing it things. on and off again. Maybe I should go get that medical degree. Uh, and I'm talking medicine, casualty.
1: Charlie's still in it. Can't believe
0: it. You've been watching modern casualty, have you?
1: Yeah, and Charlie's still in it. Have you ever tried
0: watching casualty with people that know what they're on about medically?
1: Yeah, your mum and dad.
0: Yes, it (laughs) ruins it. It takes all of your suspense out of it. So if you watch it normally, you go, you can guess what the accident's going to be because that's part of the build up of the interest. You you know what the horrible accident's going to be. It's the bit after that where it's like, are they going to survive? Are they? If you watch it with somebody who's got medical knowledge, because they take they, they they're sticklers for being accurate on casualty. They'll you watch it with somebody who's got medical knowledge. They'll go. Oh, yeah, they're going to pass away. Or, oh, no, he'll probably make it. it will be all right. He <laughs> said, well, that's the next 20 minutes wasted. <laughs> I might as well not watch the rest of the episode. Um, although somebody mentioned when I was looking up old TV shows and things like that, NCIS, which is a bit of a fun. It, it's a procedural show. You know, there's some sort of crime, usually to do with the Navy, Navy Criminal Investigation Service. And they go and solve it. And it, there's always daft fun things in it. Like, I think there was one episode I saw once where two people are typing on a keyboard at the same time to keep hackers out. Oh. Which is totally a, uh-huh. imagine it. Imagine us. So I've got a keyboard in my hand here, dear listener. A standard QWERTY keyboard. If I start typing on one side and you start typing on the other, yeah. Jenny, or maybe even get, make it a freeway with you, dear listener, you type on the bit in the middle. <laughs> Do you think we'd be able to stop the hackers? No. It's, it's daft, isn't it? Mm. It's silly fun. That's how I view of NCIS. And the other way, I sort of had this epiphany about NCIS. It's effectively the American version of heartbeat. Really? You could, Well, it, it's a police procedural. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, it's Navy police, but it's police procedural. It's all quite crazy. It's all quite friendly. Uh, the bad guy almost always gets caught, and the plots are generally ridiculous, <laughs> which is a good description of Heartbeat, which was on about a decade before NCIS appeared. Mm. I know there was Jag and things like that, but to to me, in my mind, the, the two of them are are from the same genus. They are the same sort of TV
1: show. Mm.
0: You look utterly confused and bamboozled by that. Why? Why are you? <laughs> I've be- never the- seen
1: it, so I don't know.
0: But you you haven't seen NCIS. This is American. It is American. See, I haven't seen it. Do you just not watch anything American not at all? Not really.
1: I'm more. I like British-type films and comedies. and She's Sorry. a wrong
0: one <laughs> dear listener. isn't she? She's a proper wrong one. And the other TV show I've got on my list for uh, things that they haven't survived the ravages of time, mm. Bo Selector. <laughs> Although, to be fair, it, it wasn't exactly surviving at the time it came out. <laughs> I, I remember little bits from it, but I'm... I look back at it now and go, oh God, it, it was even worse than I remember. They need to bring Citizen Smith back. Citizen Smith? Mm. You're about the only person I've ever heard mention Citizen Smith. <laughs> why, why are you obsessed with Citizen Smith? Oh it's you, good, it's funny. Robert Lindsay is from Nottingham as well. Are you going to start a revolution <laughs> in, your, in your living room? Power to the people, in it, again? It's an option, but if Jenny's going to start our own new political revolution, <laughs> power to the people, we'd like you to join us, dear listener. <laughs> join us on this political revolution. We are going to improve the, the world for everyone. I don't think it'll work, but we'll give it a shot. Mm. Are you going to get the berry and things like yeah,
1: that? Yeah, I'm going to get yeah. the, berry,
0: yeah. Yeah, the berry, yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do. So I'm going to open up to you, dear listener, or even dear viewer, if you're watching a video as well. What shows or films did you love back in the day, but now you're just... Mm, no that didn't survive the ravishes of time Uh, a couple ways to get in touch spotify if you're listening to or watching it on there at the top of the page the question has appeared you can tap on it and stick your magic in there you can do the socials at solid radio uk or at solid sooty or if you're on youtube apparently i'm supposed to point in the downward direction and apparently there are comments down there you can stick them in there i will see them and i will communicate back with you why did I make myself out to be an alien? I don't know. But that, that, those are ways <laughs> get in touch. We'll find out what films, and TV shows and things that you loved back in the day that now just just haven't survived. This is going to sound like a weird question, but what would you say, and i us up to you, dear listener, you, Jenny, as well, what would you say is the daftest thing somebody could do to their own house?
1: Paint it yellow on the outside.
0: You clearly haven't been to Tobermory, have you? <laughs> Ballamory. Or, or any of these places? Well, Tobermory is a real place. Ballamory, yeah, Ballamory is a made Ball- up TV show. <laughs> to be honest. But there's all these seaside places where they paint the houses, yeah. cars, and things like that. So I don't think that's the worst thing you could do. I Put guess. An you- hole in the wall. Put a hole in your wall. You've clearly lived with some interesting neighbours <laughs> when the party wall comes crashing <laughs> in and suddenly you all live in the same house. Yes, I, that that sounds like fun. I, I guess, you know, I've been having to think about it. And on my list, build an outhouse for the bog in the 2020s. <laughs> if you're doing that nowadays, something's gone horribly wrong. Uh, second one is build an indoor swimming pool, which sounds quite sensible if you've got the space for it. Mm. Until you put it in the loft. Can you imagine all that weight and you'd just be wandering around in your bedroom or ground floor or whatever. You see the roof bowing down. You can hear the creaking and you can see the water starting to drip, 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 Ooh. drip. And then sploosh. <laughs> At least everything in the house would get cleaned. Or uh, the final one that I came up with is turn your kitchen into an indoor Robot Wars arena.
1: Oh.
0: So you put metal... On, on the front of all your kitchen doors hmm. and then you let Sir lot around your kitchen to cook your dinner. <laughs> it's got If I remember Sir lot's someone with a flame on it, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I My knowledge is very weak on this stuff. I, I've i seen it once or twice. I'm not I'm not an expert in robot wars. Uh, but can you imagine what the insurance would be like if you phone them up and went, I've done, I've done some changes. I've put an outhouse for my bog out in the back garden. I've just got, all right, that's a bit weird. I've put an indoor swimming pool on my roof. You've done what? Endorser and Bullroof. Oh, and uh, finally, I turned my kitchen into a robot where it was arena. Yeah, we're not going to cover you, Mr. Steele. That would be the response to that, <laughs> wouldn't it? But uh, no, the reason I'm asking this stuff is that it, genuinely, there is a real one I came across, and it's something that anyone could do. just You could. You just have to tell the post office dealers, and that's all you've got to do is give your house a name. Mm. So, if you could
1: name your house, what would you name what your you house? name it. There's some pretty names around, isn't there? I don't know, I'll have to make something. I won't go for the obvious, like, honey nut cottage or whatever you call them. No, no. Squirrel nutkins dive. Well, well the, dive then.
0: The smell I got hit <sighs> with when I when I went out earlier today at lunchtime, uh, the poo plant is quite ripe because it's the middle of summer. I mean, uh, you wouldn't yeah. want poo plant written on the front of your house, would you? The, the brambles. The brambles? The cobbles. Bramble is the most generic bush or fruit you could come up with. You're not even declaring it's raspberries or black currants or whatever. You're going, it's brambles.
1: Fairy cottage, even though we don't live in a cottage. Fairy cottage. <laughs> Welcome to the mansion. Uh,
0: I guess, you know, if you lived at no number 404, you could say Not Found is the name of your house. Oh. 404 I? Not Found, like you get on the internet.
1: Oh,
0: uh, yeah. That's a moment or two, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, That's how bad my jokes are today, deal, isn't it? Uh or you can put a blue plaque up. Not a real one. Just, just name your house with a blue plaque and claim it, you know, it's like a battle HQ or whatever, like, you know, from some ancient war. Except you live in a semi in a new build estate. <laughs> just just get looks of confusion as people walk past going, Is that really where they uh, did the... da da, da, da. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how long you get away with that one for. I might, I might get a blue plaque made. I've had, come up with an idea, or you put the mansion as the name of your property mm-hmm. on a bungalow.
1: Yeah, that'll be funny.
0: So when you get your mail delivered to the mansion, it's a one-floor bungalow, completely yeah. granny ramps. Them. Uh, you know that that would that's the sort of thing you got to do, or there's uh, somebody around here? I was wandering around the town, around the village. Somebody around here I put a danger sign in French. Attention au chien. <laughs> which uh, is beware of the dog. So I'm guessing that's what they called their house. They've called their house attention
1: au chien. It to be chat, wouldn't it? Shat. Uh, uh, chat. You don't pronounce a T. Oh! Chat. Uh,
0: I, I, was, I was basically what I heard from you, not the knowledge of the, not the, not the, the French. <laughs> so, attention au oh, chat. Yeah. Just One. Although, shats. Shats. Which is me. making fun of daft French boards now. That's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, so, with that, and knowing that you could rename your house to almost anything, it's something you could do, listen, You name your house, tell the post office, and suddenly you can put it as your official address. Yeah. So, I've decided we are going to name this house We Natter Towers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to be unveil a little sign for it, so I'm going to get getting a sign made as we speak. I've put an order in on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's got a, 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 a like a plaque, you know. It's going to be on the wall. Um, we're going to have a ceremony, so I've got a tiny little red curtain on order with a <laughs> tiny little drawstring. That, you know the sort of thing they use to reveal a plaque that says the Queen drifted by here once. Yeah. So I've ordered one of those as well, so we can have a little ceremony. And I've got a second plaque, so you have got Wee matter Towers. And then a slightly bigger plaque that's a picture of me going, Hey, it's We Natter (laughs) towers. Complete with a speech bubble as well. What do you think? Uh, No. (laughs) You do know I've already spent the money on it. Probably have. (laughs) I've got to ask what is with GPs and doctors? Hmm it just sounds like a weird complaint to come out with like you know oh i went went down the garage and they rent me off no, i'll do gps and doctor i'm just minding my own business just doing whatever i do around the house and a text message pops up on mobile phone and usually if it's from the gp it's a survey yeah you know, and you, you put a response that says, eight out of 10 I had cancer. You know, so something like that. It's always asking, what did you think of the experience? No, Nobody's going to turn around and say 10 out of 10 for a GP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't exactly go for a good time. It's, it's one of these things. But anyway, I, I just got this message, and all it said was, We have a message for you.
1: Mm.
0: Call us. Which is very ominous, isn't it? Mm. That's, all, that's literally all the message said. I knew it was from the GPs. It just said, We have a message for you call us so I ring up finally get through reception answer phone they go oh yeah they just they just want an appointment with you let's go sort one out oh no we can't do that no no you'll have to ring tomorrow 8 o'clock in the morning good luck bye <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all prepared for that got my elbows sharpened up for the next morning you know you get your, you get your little knife out and you scrape the bits off you get them all because you know you're going to be up against Doris at the surgery yeah Front door of surgery. You need seriously sharp elbows to knock her off her crutches so you can get in ahead of her and get the appointment. She gets one every day. <laughs> so her being on the floor isn't the end of the world. But you you get an appointment once every 10 years or something like that. So you need to make sure you get there. So yeah, you need really sharp elbows. You're going to bang your way to, to the front of the queue. Uh, and the other thing to watch is Doris has sharp elbows as well. So you want to have a bit of padding on when you go there. Yeah. She could cut through steel if she wanted to you have to be a little careful of that but anyway managed to get through the scrum get an appointment finally sitting in front of a GP and I'm bricking it a bit at this point because they don't tell you all they say is come see us arrange an appointment they never, never tell you what it's about finally sitting in front of the GP it's oh yeah we've got your test results nothing major just a few more questions or some tests could have done that on the phone yeah why did they ask to put me off through all that days days of whittling come on Ah, although that's got me wondering because I had to transport samples mm-hmm. which is the polite way of putting it what is the etiquette on that? so let's imagine and I'm just printing a very fictional style you need to supply a surprisingly solid sample to the doctors mm-hmm. they've asked for it, they need it for whatever reason And you, but you've got travel by bus mm-hmm. you know is, is there rules about you know you shouldn't be sitting next to someone or you know you need to make sure it's in your pocket or you know or can you just carry out like you know you're walking around with your shopping Ooh. you're just in one hand there handing your change to the bus driver with the Ooh. other hand <laughs> but you know what what are the rules about that do you what do you think the rules are
1: i don't know didn't you just post it in a post box
0: no i don't generally tend to post solid matter samples through post boxes <laughs> Or at least that's what my lawyer says to say. I, d- I don't do that. That wasn't me. It, it was. <laughs> Although on a more positive bus note, I, I end up going on a magical mystery tour at the weekend. Mm. Two quid, because they've got that bus deal on at the
1: moment. Yeah.
0: It means you could go in, anywhere on all but the actually useful bus routes for two quid. <laughs> anyway, you go, go, go on this magical mystery tour. And I've seen bits of semi rural Nottingham's shirt. Sure. Uh, quite frankly, dear listener, I'll never see you again. And for some of them, I'm not going to lie, I'd ever want to. I don't know if you've noticed, dear listener, you, Jenny, as well. It's a bit of a trend now, but organisations have been demanding a return back to the office. Mm. So we all went away from the office for COVID. Unless you worked in a job, we actually had to do things physically, which I think was your good self, me and quite a lot of the rest of the world Mm. where we started to go in and endure all the chaos. Uh, But for a lot of office jobs, it was... You don't need to be in the office anymore because COVID, we don't want to spread it around and all that good stuff. But a lot of them now, we're many years on and going, actually, let's get get you all back in the office. Who do you think, other than the dog barking in the background that's very (laughs) upset about it, who do you think was in the news for demanding that uh, all their workers get back to the office this week?
1: Fishy.
0: Fishy? You think it was
1: fishy, rishy, dishy?
0: (laughs) No, it was not him. Uh, he's got Jacob Rees-Mogg to do all that nonsense. Him. Get very upset that nobody's in the office. Send him a snotty little notes, and then only turn up two days a week himself. So make of that what you will. Uh, no, it's uh, not not Will If you're thinking that deal, it's because you're thinking, oh, it's going to be the one one of these that's been in the news lately. It's Zoom. Mm. You know the tech firm that does video conferencing. It became very popular in COVID. You know who Zoom are, don't you? They've decided, you know what? We may have made this more working thing possible. It may become very popular off the back of it, but maybe we shouldn't do it anymore. Maybe, you know, maybe we should all come back into the office. It's kind of giving up on their own product a bit there. I'm looking at it going, has Zoom got that bad in recent years? Do I need to stop using Zoom?
1: I don't think we do, do
0: we? Is somebody sending me a message? <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I, if you are going to get dragged back to the office to listen because that is what your employer is doing or you have to be in one of these jobs that allows you to be working from home all the time i've come up with a way to fight back it involves a monitor zoom or some other equivalent of video conferencing software and a dummy you look utterly confused mm-hmm. by that one. Do you know where this is going, Jay? No. So you've got those things. And we're going to stick it to the man like, like those hard-as-nails types that keep nicking you Yule's cameras. That's what we're going to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it by putting the dummy in a chair, putting some clothes on it. You don't mm-hmm. want a naked dummy because then you'll get done for HR grievances and things like that. You make sure they wear a very thick scarf, mm. That was the word i was looking for i got confused looking for the word scarf but anyway of course this dummy is wearing a very thick scarf you knock the head off of it you replace the head with a monitor that's connected to zoo and that is connected to you at home remotely and you connect a remote control car to the bottom of the wheelie chair you've got to do this on a wheelie chair by the way that allows you to move around the office as well they will never ever suspect that you're working from home. That's how that, <laughs> that is how you do it. They will never suspect you doing it like that. And it works great until the Wi Fi drops out, then yeah, you're in yeah, trouble. Yeah, but they or it starts to break up and your face goes all pixelated. That'll be a fun one to explain. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just feeling a bit under the weather, I'm feeling a bit peaky. Um, although I guess you know, if you it completely disconnects and it puts a little sad face on because it's disconnected. <laughs> are they going to send your dummy to the hospital? Because yeah. that, that could get that could get quite <laughs> awkward if that happens. So uh, I'm still going to pitch it as a life hack, you know, like those uh, five-minute hack videos. I guess it wouldn't even be the worst one of those five-minute hack videos. You know the ones I'm on about, do you? No. Where they're showing you, oh, you just, uh, you know, cut your shoelaces and do X, Y, Z, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen any of them recently? Any ones no, you can recommend? No. no. I'm just waiting for the one where they recommend how you, how to cut your own toenails. <laughs> it involves a belt sander where you're going boom <laughs> and away off to A E. <laughs> that was unfortunately We and our dear listener. I can only apologise. That was Mark Steele. Across the table from me was
1: Jenny Steele. And if
0: you enjoyed this fine episode and would like it delivered to you every dingle week when i'm popping gas out my mouth which i do anyway when i'm speaking as well not just when i'm burping but if you'd like those emanations to be directly delivered to your lug holes then the way to do it is to subscribe and you can do that on your podcatcher of choice or if you're watching this here on that there youtube internet web thingy me bob you can apparently go down there somewhere i'm pointing down if you're listening dear your listener uh, and you can't see this but if you can see this, you can see I'm doing it. But I'm pointing down to see it's down there somewhere and you hit the subscribe button and magic occurs mm. and it will be delivered to you. The important oh, bit is if you're doing it on YouTube, there's a dingy bell button apparently as well. I don't know why you want to ding my bell, but <laughs> you can ding my bell You see what happens. I'm not promising you anything other than fine episodes will be delivered to your lug holes. <laughs> that seems like a fair deal to me. The other thing I'd ask is when you're out and about and you're doing your normal thing, and you come up to your personal butcher going, you know, when, when, when you're killing off uh, poor Daisy, because, you know, I've, I've got her ripe. She's up to uh, market conditions now. Um, while you're doing that, have a listen to We now on the podcast. And on that note, we'll catch you next time.